Okay, today, one more Sunday, Acts 2.42. I think we ought to just all stand up and recite it together. You know it so well, right? One more Sunday, preacher, we can tolerate one more sermon on that verse. But you know, this verse, when I think about what are we to be about as Christian people? What are we to be about as the church? Uh, these four things, if you want to get back to the basics, a lot of times we say, we've got to get back to the basics. Well, these four things are as basic as we possibly can get for the church. And let me read again. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and fellowship the fellowship, breaking of bread, and the prayers. And then I want to read a little further in that chapter before we go to Acts 4. All came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. And then over to the fourth chapter in our verses here, Picking up on that same theme. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one claimed private ownership of any possessions. But everything they owned was held in common. With great power the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them. For as many as owned houses, uh, lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to each as any had need. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field that belonged to him, then brought the money and laid it at the disciples' feet. This is the word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Have you ever had someone to do something incredibly nice, maybe even sacrificial for you? I mean, outside your immediate family. The immediate family, we're supposed to love each other. Brothers and sisters and parents and children, right? So, yeah, for the most part, that's true. But somebody right outside of your immediate family. Ever had somebody who just go out of their way to help you or to do something for you or to give you something? Maybe a devoted friend who maybe came and sat with you through a difficult time, gave up their time and effort. Um, I, I think about in my life in the church, there are many, many examples I could use of how 
the body of Christ, the church, has nurtured and supported and helped me, congregations who helped me through difficult times. And through their love and support, I'm still here today <laughs> preaching and pastoring. So we know what it is to have that love and support. And that's what we call the fellowship. These early apostles, these early followers, were devoted to the fellowship. Now, yes, fellowship, they liked being together. They ate together. They had uh, uh, many things going on together. They went to each other's homes back and forth. But uh, I think this specifically means they devoted themselves to the fellowship, the body of believers, the community of faith, or the church. Here in Acts, we have the first days and months of the Christian church. Jesus, the risen Lord, it goes back to be with God. The Holy Spirit comes and the church is born. And off they go, being the church of Jesus Christ. And in those early days, they devoted themselves to these four different things. And today, let's unpack a little bit more about the fellowship. Because it's much more than just uh, enjoying each other or having a good time together. It goes much, much, much deeper than that. Let's look at what this sense of fellowship was all about. First, they had a deep spirit of trust, a deep spirit of trust of each other. They needed to trust each other for survival's sake. Here in those first years of the Christian faith, and really the first hundred years or so, Christians were at risk. If you said, I'm a Christian, you very well could have been thrown to the lions. You could have been crucified. Your life was in danger. And so they needed each other, and they trusted each other very, very much. The root meaning of the word community means shared, a shared common, common good. It, uh, sometimes we think about commune, and we think of that as a negative term, but that basic root word of community is what these Christian people were all about. I was reading a little bit this week about municipal bonds. Anybody can stand up and explain municipal bonds? I've heard about them all my life. We have some attorneys that probably could do that. Well, uh, municipal, mun, munis comes from, munis, communis, for the common good. The bonds are for the betterment of the community, municipal bonds are. Wow, I learned something this week. It's amazing when you study and, and grow, isn't it? But these first Christians held things in, in common with each other, and they trusted each other. Back in early civilization days, cities would, uh, for uh, the need to defend themselves against wild animals and uh, other enemies, would build walls around their cities. Susan and I got to visit in York, England, a beautiful walled city with the watchtowers, um, the China Wall, wall, Great Wall for defense, etc. And even before communities could get the wall built, well, the Wall of Jerusalem, another one for sure, 
Before that, if there was some uh, threat, a community, the, the watchman would send out the alarm and the people would go out and join hands and form a human link of chain around their community to protect the vulnerable. And that line of defense was only as strong uh, as its weakest link. And so it was important. They needed each other to protect and to defend. So this early fellowship community meant living in close proximity to each other, putting one's life on the line for each other, and being willing to defend each other. They trusted each other because they really needed each other in a special way. I, I'm continually amazed by the animal kingdom, not that I know all about it, but as I've read some about elephants, elephants, if, if they're young or if an endangered one of them is in trouble, elephants form a circle around of protection. Isn't it amazing how God's creatures like an elephant would instinctively know to help each other and to defend each other. So it is, so it is with the fellowship that they gave themselves to. Not only was there this deep sense of trust, but we find in these verses a deep sense of responsibility for each other. The verses I just read said, they would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds as any had need. One of the first things they realized is that anything they had was a gift from God. And they really didn't think about my house, my field, my property. They, they felt that whatever they had been blessed with was something to be shared with those in need all around them. They needed one another, they relied upon one another, and they gave generously to each other. This fellow Barnabas, it says, he had a field. He went out and sold it and brought the money and laid it at the disciples' feet. Um, our offering has special meaning for us, but from the get-go, from the early days of the Christian church, they were bringing their offering and laying it at the feet of Jesus. Yes, they were a tight-knit group. They sold what they had many times and shared it with one another. And the scripture says in the fourth chapter, there was not a needy person among them. Well, no, because anyone who had a need, they took care of it. If one of their fellowship had a need, they made sure that person's need was provided for. And in, in these days, the orphans and the widows particularly, if your husband died in that culture, you were vulnerable. And if there wasn't a brother or someone else to take you in of the deceased, you were pretty much left on your own. So the early church uh, had a great compassion for the widows and the orphans. And they surrounded them with that kind of love. And certainly, they took care of each other. So they felt responsible for one another. Hopefully, we still have some sense of responsibility 
in us for the vulnerable of our world. Uh, I, I believe I've seen that outpouring of love uh, in our response to those who have been victims of the flooding, and certainly earlier in the year, the victims of the tornado in Kentucky. Generous outpouring. We didn't maybe go sell a house or sell a field to make a gift, but we certainly dug in a little deeper above and beyond our regular giving in support of the church, an extra gift to help those folks who are going to still be struggling for years to come. And I heard someone comment the other day that, it, you know, it's, it's what's really sad is that it's, it's the marginalized that have been hurt. Some of the very poor, the, some of the very poorest in our state have been the ones who have gotten flooded. We need to share our resources, and we have been doing that. No one, no one should have to go hungry or needy in our modern world, certainly not our children. It, it, it really breaks my heart when I think about the children who are affected by this, and even before the flooding. Did you know that the child poverty rate in our state is like 22%? And for children under five, it's like 25%. One-fourth of our children in our state are living in the poverty level. And many of those were right where this flooding occurred. So yes, we feel this tugging on our hearts, as the early church did. And we are responding with flood buckets and cash gifts and, and many other ways that we can help meet this responsibility for those who are in need. That, uh, that uh, song, Yezu, Yezu, and it talked about uh, helping our neighbor. It reminds me of a passage of scripture where the master says to the people, uh, you will be blessed because you fed me when I was hungry and you clothed me when I was naked and you gave me water when I was thirsty. And, and the people said, well, well when, did, when did we see you hungry or naked? or When did we see you thirsty? And the master said, as you did it to one of the least of these, you did it to me. A driving message from Jesus as we do it as we help one of the least of these we are helping him and we are blessing the kingdom so there was a deep sense of responsibility that we the church today still carry that mission and that need well also in this passage I think we find a deep sense of accountability. The scripture talks about they met together. They got together often. They were around each other. And part of that was to help hold each other accountable in how they were living and how faithful they were being to Christ and the teachings of Jesus. John Wesley, our founder of our Methodist movement, started classes and bands and and urged people to meet together weekly so that they could find out, well, how is it with your soul? How is it with you and God? How is it with you and your neighbor? 
that, those were the questions that were being asked. We have, in this church, uh, Christian journey groups and prayer groups and many other kinds of groups where we gather to remind ourselves that, well, yes, we're Christians. And being a Christian means this. And how important that is, that sense of accountability. Those first Christians were together. And we need to keep being together in bond of accountability with one another. And then, I think just to say finally, I, I see in these first Christians a deep sense of love and care. A deep sense of love and care. Uh, it's not in our bulletin, it's in our care mail. But Friday, as I read the care mail, try to read it every Friday, hope you do as well. But in our care mail, it says this. If you or someone you know is feeling disconnected or lonely or isolated, reach out. And there's a phone number of our office, and there's an email to the office. If you or someone you know is feeling disconnected, lonely, or isolated, reach out. Now, I don't think we put that in the caramel just to be blowing smoke or air. We really mean that. I trust and believe this church really means that. We have a care ministry that's reactivated in reaching out to others. We won't know that there's a need unless someone helps us. Have we, have we been perfect in that? No. Have we got there, gotten there for every need? No. But we are going to keep trying. This church is going to keep trying. And many of you are in positions, our lay pastors and others, or maybe you take communion to the homebound, or, or maybe you send cards, or maybe you prepare a meal for somebody. There are many, many, many ways we can be a part of the fellowship and help meet needs all around us. Touch, touch through me, the quartet sang. Holy Spirit, flow through me. Yes, each one of us, each one of us can and must be a part of that. So today, they were devoted to the fellowship. They trusted each other. They were responsible for each other. They held each other accountable and they loved and cared for one another. May we, the church of 2022... May we continue to seek those qualities that those first Christians had. May we embody those qualities in our lives, day in and day out. May we pray. Holy God, we are inspired. We are touched. We are challenged by these first Christians and how they live their lives. They didn't isolate themselves. They didn't turn away from a need. They certainly, through your love and your spirit, gathered themselves together as a Christian community. They loved, they cared, they gave, they shared, 
they learned all that from Jesus. And Lord God, help us to keep learning that from Jesus and your word as well. May we follow in the footsteps of the blessed fellowship and keep that blessed fellowship alive right here in this congregation by words that we do, by words that we say, by deeds that we do. May we be part of the fellowship in your name. Amen.